Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina and Abby. And today we're going to be talking to you all about the Bachelor Fantasy Suites and the Bachelor Finale. Um, full di- disclosure here, I do have a little bit of a cough. I just took some medicine, so hopefully I can get through this without it being too terrible. But um, if I have to suck on a cough drop, then I will, but hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> um okay so getting started the bachelor fantasy suites so first we have like jesse coming in and he talks to zach about his journey um on rachel and gabby season and how him and rachel ended their relationships after the fantasy suites so he's talking about how um that affected him and his decisions for this week so then zach tells jesse that he's decided no sex during fantasy suites he thinks that um there's an engagement right around the corner and in order to be fully in that relationship it's probably best to just not have sex with anybody and he said that like after speaking with sean lowe last week um that kind of helped him make up his mind in saying that he didn't want to do that. Now, what do you think about Sean Lowe having this? Did you watch Sean Lowe's season, Abby? I did not. Although he's one of the most notorious bachelor. So I feel like I did. Right. He was, he wasn't a virgin, but he was born again. Correct. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Shaman was a born-again version, which I feel like is, like, a completely different situation than what Zach's in, because, like, I mean, I'm not saying this happened, but, like, for all we know, Zach had sex a month before filming. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he didn't put these parameters that, like, Shaman didn't have sex, it was part of his, like, storyline in his Bachelorette season with Emily, and it goes into his season he's just this like born again virgin or whatever so i understand like not wanting to complicate things not wanting to um muddy those waters if you will but at the same time comparing himself to sean lowe just doesn't make sense to me because it's 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 not the same well listen i i really didn't i didn't miss an episode here here and there but I think maybe I missed two, like the one that you told me that was all like most of it was on a laptop. I, I mm-hmm. skipped that one. But anyways, even though I wasn't that excited about Zach being The Bachelor, I honestly didn't mind him. Mm-hmm. I did think the Jess situation was a little bit odd, but I really didn't mind him. But the Fantasy Suites week is when it he started to go downhill for me yeah same I really actually liked Zach as a bachelor I didn't know much about him before this season just because we didn't see much of him but I I, I agree like I really liked him as the bachelor and um this week we just see this side of him where he is indecisive and um maybe showing poor judgment I mean I would say showing poor judgment because either way 
Like you made a decision, you didn't stick to it. He didn't, he wasn't straightforward with all three girls. I just think that, you know, like. By okay. Trying- so I'm going to tell you one of my favorite quotes because he actually did not make a decision. Okay. So what is the decision? What is the difference between a thought and a decision? A decision is followed through with action. Mm-hmm. He did not follow through with his decision, you know? And yeah. so it, it, it was, a, in my opinion, it was a thought to him that sounded good. It was an idea that sounded good, but he didn't follow through with it. And he muddied the waters big time, but and whatever. I think we'll get there. That was like really interesting too that I noticed is that all the girls stayed separately, which used to be a thing. I mean, like everybody stayed separately. But I think the first season that we saw them um, not, like, all stay together during Fantasy Suite Week, which is, like, super awkward because, like, you have a girl spending the night with The Bachelor and then coming in the next day after Fantasy Suites and, like, talking about the good time with the other two girls. Um, So I thought it was really interesting that they stayed separately because since Peter Weber's season, I think think every season maybe not but we've seen everybody staying together because it adds more drama Hmm, i did not even pick up on that um yeah well on peter season he like obviously like slept with like victoria fuller and then she comes back from her um overnight date and i think he also slept with hannah ann and then, of course, like, Maddie was last, and Maddie was um, saving herself. And so, and she didn't want to be with him if he, like, slept with the other girls. But then they, like, this was, like, something that she had communicated with producers, but, like, hadn't communicated to him. And so she, like, saw them both coming back from their dates, and then that's when, like, she kind of ended things with him, and that whole season went down in flames. God. Yeah. So our first overnight date we have is Ariel. And I thought this was really interesting and it made it kind of apparent to me because of their date that Ariel was the one that was likely to be sent home because they didn't even have a full like 24 hours they had like 12 hours you know like they didn't have a day portion date yeah even acknowledges it and he says like um i don't have the exact quote but like something along the lines of like i um i'm I'm sure you're wondering why our date is so late in the day and it's like okay well even if you were going to go to this like nighttime farmer's market type thing then you still could have had a day date before that so I just thought that like because her time was so much shorter than the other girls um it made me like automatically question like oh is his connection not as strong with Ariel and that's why she's getting less time than the other girls so yeah I don't know could have been different reasons but yeah that was odd well and uh, normally I would just think like oh they cut it out but he him acknowledging he said yeah like 
I bet I want I bet you're wondering why this date is so late in the day. It's like, oh, I guess they didn't have a day portion date. That's weird. So they eat like all the, this like bag of like bugs and exotic food, and Ariel's like, she she's like, I actually like it. Should we have more? And they like go to this like pyro show and um I just really I really like Ariel and the way that she carries herself. Um and I just um I thought that, you know, like her willingness to like try things and just like be adventurous was just I don't know, I I just really enjoyed her and her date and I wish Zach liked her more. <laughs> I do too, because you know, out of the final four, she was my least favorite until the last two episodes. That's so and I saw finally like what you because I think you I know you loved her. I think Michelle did too. Yeah, Michelle liked her. And I'm too. like, I'm like, what? Yeah, I was must have been missing something. So, yeah, I, I, I hope we see her again. That's all I'll say. Me too. I've seen a lot on, on, um, like social media, people saying like Ariel for Bachelorette and that would be cool, but I don't well, know. I hope she's at least on Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. Same. Um, so then we get to the dinner portion and Ariel tells Zach that she's falling in love with him. And, um, shortly after, you know, the, their conversation continues and he tells her, that he does not want to have um, sex this week. And I have Ariel's quote of how she responded. I actually like quoted all of the girls on how they responded. So um, we'll get to everybody else. But this is what Ariel says. She says, I don't like to plan anything in advance. I don't like to go into any of our dates with such a plan or such an idea. I think if you set a standard before... Like, I'm definitely going not going to sleep with you. Like, probably will be saying no. <laughs> so, basically, she's saying that, like, what I got from that is that she would be, she wouldn't be saying no. Like, she would, like, it would want her to have sex more. Like, the temptation, kind of. And oh, I think- 100%. She wanted to have sex. I totally agree. She even said how- like sexual combat compatibility is a big deal to her. Yeah, which is and I'm like, like a lot of people. When she said that, I'm like, preach, girl, because I feel you on that. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're about to get a engaged deal. next week. Yeah, I totally understand, especially if you're like think you're going to be final one. You know. And honestly, I don't think any of these girls have any idea which one of them is going to be final one. I think all of them think it could be them. And honestly, at this point, I don't think Zach has his mind made up either. I think he does. Crazy. I I personally think he does. But you don't. But for the first time, I was able not to be spoiled. And when did I tell you when we were texting about who could be the next next bachelor bachelorette? I was like, if he doesn't pick this person, she's probably gonna be the bachelorette, but I cannot see him not picking her. Yeah. Um I felt that like six weeks ago. I'm like, I will be shocked if he does not pick this person. This person for the final. 
I think I can definitely see them together, but I think like Zach was very confused in this situation, like very confused. Um, maybe he had like an inkling of like who it would be, but I don't think he like really like, I know like, like Caitlin, Nick, like people have said, you know, like they knew who their final one was going to be like pretty much right away. And I don't, I don't think that that was. Jojo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she accepts the fantasy suite date card. Um, and they have like, they swim in their own personal private pool. We see them wake up the next day with each other and, um, they seem to have abided by his no sex rules and, um, she goes home or she, the date ends. I'll say that. Um, so then we get to Gabby. Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. Okay, so for their day date that he does go on with her. Um, <laughs> yeah, they go she gets on the day portion. Yeah, she gets the day portion. They go on a pirate ship to this private island. Um, and she opens up about feeling second because she was chosen second to go on this date. Um she kind of has felt second in like previous relations too. relationships too is kind of what I got from it. Like not yeah, kind of like some PTSD going on from yeah. previous relationships. Um, she kind of spirals, bless her heart, and she just I, I don't know. Just I feel like everything she was saying to herself, like even when Zach would like compl- compliment her, she's like, how oh, like. I'm not I don't even have any makeup on I'm not pretty and like you know it's just like oh Gabby like very self-deprecating she yeah. was in this episode I felt so bad for her because she clearly has some deep-rooted issues yeah yeah because and that's not an attractive quality for most men I think men who are narcissists and control freaks and stuff like that would jump on that with a girl because they see her insecurities and stuff as somebody who's already well established and knows what they want and want you know I I I think that's a turnoff Mm -hmm. um but at the same time they're in this like situation that's so weird and that nobody else is besides people that are in the bachelor you know like have experienced and it is as ariel calls it later an open relationship and so not everyone can have open relationships and be secure and so don't don't go on the bachelor i think i i think sometimes you don't know that until you're there though you know yeah until you're in the situation but i think maybe until you're there and actually Until you're there and actually feeling these feelings that Gabby was feeling. Yeah. You know, some people these days, a lot of them do go on for, for social media purposes. And then Mm -hmm. some do end up actually maybe not even thinking they're going to have these stronger feelings. And then before they know it, you know, they're final three and actually are falling in love. Yeah. I think that's what happened to Ariel. I don't think, 
I, I listened to, I'm not done with it. I only got about half an hour in, but I listened to her a little on Nick Vial's podcast and um, she seemed like she was just like in it too for like the experience. I don't think that yeah. she, she, and then when she got to final three, she's like, oh shit, like falling in love. Well, they move on to the night portion and she, we now we find out where some more of her insecurity comes from about she's been cheated on before. Um, and then she tells him she's falling in love with him. He tells her um, about his no sex policy for the overnight dates. And I will read your quote that Gabby said in response to that. Like, obviously, sex is important in a relationship, and you know you want that side of it as well. Do I think I'd get engaged with someone I've never had sex with? Probably not. I won't try to seduce you. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Those final words. Oh, yeah. So, she's in agreement with Ariel, too. Like, it's yeah. just going to make what you just sex said. more. Yes. So, of course, she does accept the fantasy sweet date card and they take this boat um, to this area um, to a cabin. And it's like fancy. It's not just like a cabin in the woods. It's like a fancy like on the lake cabin. Yeah, it looked really nice. Um. And then, do we know what happens? Well, um, afterwards, she's like, we had a really good cuddle sesh. Nah. Oh, my. Well, the um, mood has changed, like, tenfold, so. Yeah. Glad she's like, I conquered. I conquered him. Um, so, he tells Jesse that they did sleep together. And, of course, he feels so guilty about breaking his his promise or his role or whatever it was um and then he decides he needs to be honest with the other women so what do you think about zach and gabby having sex what do you think about zach breaking his word to himself and to ariel and really to gabby um what do you think about gabby seducing him I mean, I'm not even going to say seduce because I do think it was a mutual decision, but it was, he did it because he wanted to. And I think you're kind of right. I think looking back, you know, I, I question, I'm like, did he just keep Gabby over Ariel because he had slept with her and felt like he had to take her to final two. But when you're bringing up how they didn't even have a day date with Ariel and it was a shorter date, I mean, it, quite possibly i mean you're right that he knew he wasn't going to keep her so i i think it was between gabby and katie at this point so he went ahead and slept with her because i kind of think i mean when you do something like that you're not thinking about other people you're thinking about yourself and that's what he was doing well and i think he was thinking about gabby because gabby was feeling so insecure i think both zach and gabby were hoping to settle some of those insecurities and when you have sex with somebody you become more connected to that person i mean that's just science 
That's the way it works. And I mean, not always are, you know, one night stands, but when you're falling in love with somebody like you are in the setting. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I don't know. Sex doesn't always equal an emotional connection. No, um, but when you but, are already telling people, like she already told him that she was falling in love with him. Yes. He already yes, told I agree her with that. he was falling in love with her. That's what makes it different. Yes. I definitely agree with that. Um, no, I think, I don't know. He either should have followed through with his promise or. Oh, absolutely. He shouldn't or, have made that deal in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Let's rewind. That whole thing was stupid <laughs> to put those parameters up. And then he has to make it even more complicated because now he feels like he has to tell the other other girls. Although he never tells Ariel. So basically what he was saying is, I need to tell Katie. Mm-hmm. So there's another, I guess, clue or hint. Like he didn't care as much about Ariel to not fill her in on what happened. Um, but so he initially then goes to talk to Gabby to just forewarn her, like, Hey, I'm going to tell that this happened. And she just feels, I, I don't know what the word is. I think she, she feels betrayed, betrayed and almost, I think embarrassed too. Like I thought this was between us and now everyone's going to know. And yeah, but I think that was very naive of her to be completely honest, because even if they didn't know now, even if she said that it was just a cuddle sesh or whatever, like back in the, the glory days of the bachelor, they never told the other people that they had sex with someone besides when Caitlin told Sean that she had sex with Nick before the fantasy suite. So it's, that's the only other, you know, like, I mean, I guess yeah. we've seen it recently, but um, don't ask, don't tell, right? Yeah, but like prior to that, but then, but the thing is, is that it always gets out. Like we know that um, just because I used her as an example earlier, Caitlin um, had sex with all three guys. Now in hindsight because people have spoken about it so I think it was really naive of Gabby to just be like it was just between us no one's ever gonna know about it ever because we always find out about it everyone always finds out about it we even like we even know that Nick Vial even though they made it seem like he had sex with Raven on their um uh date or fantasy sweet date or whatever and she's like skipping afterwards and whatever and they like totally make it seem like they slept together but then come to find out post show that he knew all along he was picking Vanessa and he was he was only having sex with her he was he wasn't sleeping with any of the other women so it always comes out so I don't know if Gabby just like doesn't know about the show doesn't know about like the interviews that people have after the show but um, I think it was very naive of her to think that it would never get out. I kind of think, and I could be wrong, maybe she knew it would get out, but not in the way it did. I can see that. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see that. But I, the only reason that I say that is just because she keeps coming back to like the it was between us, it was between us, it was between us thing. And it's like, okay, but we were going to find out eventually. And they did. Yeah. But she did say that she appreciates that he talked to her about it first, even though she was not happy with the outcome. And this is the first time we hear Zach tell anyone that he is falling in love with her. Yeah, that kind of threw me for, for a loop for a second. I'm like, oh, could she be the one? Yeah. I think he was really conflicted. Even if maybe like he was feeling like stronger towards more, towards Katie than he was towards Gabby. I think that it was at, at a minimum his feelings were like very close. Yeah, I can see that. So then we get to Katie. And she has a day portion as well. And they explore a Thai rainforest. They canoe down a river. And pretty right away, he sits down with her and tells her that he didn't want to have sex this week. But that he did with one of the other girls. Now, what's interesting is that I listened for it and he never said Gabby's name. Maybe he did and it was cut out. I don't know. But in the conversations that we heard, maybe it was process of elimination. I don't know. But he never actually said Gabby's name. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So this is what Katie has to say. And she has some pauses. So when she pauses, I'll just let you know it's a pause. So she says... Obviously, like, sorry, my heart is, like, racing right now. Um, long pause. Like, I knew. Give me a second. I knew, like, going into this, that is, you know, something that could potentially happen. And, like, pause. It sucks, obviously, to, like, think about it. Um, and then Zach says, I know, and I just, like, I don't, like, ever want you to be, like, guessing, and I want you to know. Long pause. Katie says, um, yeah. Like, I just think, like, yeah. I, I, I just figured that was the case. But you just telling me it, confirming, pause. Honestly, I just like, I get that you wanted to tell me and I know that you saying you respect me, but like, honestly, like, I could have gone without hearing that. I love her. Katie's watched The Bachelor before. <laughs> Katie knows what this is all about. She's not surprised. She just doesn't want to like hear about it right now. Yeah. And I agree with her. Like you're about to spend this 
whole day together, this night together. And I just felt he just ruined it for her. Completely. I mean, they're supposed to have like this romantic date, an overnight date after this whole thing happens. And now this is what the whole thing is going to be about. I almost think that he should have done it Clayton style and just told them both at the at the rose ceremony. Like before the roses were handed out? Yeah, like yeah. cocktail party style. Like one-on-one yeah. -on -one individually, not together like Clayton did. But I think that's when he should have told them. Like, if you want to accept my rose after hearing this, whatever. But, but honestly, I don't think you should have told them at all until after, after the finale. And then you go back and you talk about the things that happened. Katie didn't even know that sex, need, need to know that sex was off the table. I know. And this is, this now takes me back to where I think he always knew he was going to pick her. So he felt like he had to tell her, which is tell her which, before he yeah. told her after they were engaged, you know, like he was now, you know, I, well, I haven't had time to listen, but after I watched this last week, I was like waiting for Caitlin's podcast to come out because I really wanted to see what she was going to say about it. Cause it gave me like very strong um, Caitlin telling John about Nick vibes. Did you watch Caitlin's season? Didn't. Is that, okay. I mean, I love her though. Just okay, from. So, but. so Swaz is going back and he's going to watch all the seasons when he gets to Caitlin's. I'm going to have him tell you so that you can watch it with it. <laughs> I need to. That's always one I've wanted to watch. It's great. It's great. And you should watch Chris Soul's Bachelor season too because there are so many big names that came out of that season. Really? Like, yeah, because um, Caitlin was on that season. Ashley Iconetti was on that season. Jade um, Roper Tolbert, who is one of the Bachelor. Oh, yeah. She was on that season. Carly, um, who was previously married to Evan, was on that season. Um, Becca Tilly was on that season. Uh, there, oh, I love Becca. Yeah, they're that they were all on that same season. Becca was on Ben's season, that was her second season. Oh, she came back. Okay, yeah, because she like tweeted, like, um, after Ben got eliminated from Caitlyn's season, she tweeted, um, something like along the lines of, if Ben's a bachelor, then you can count me in, or something like that, in production. Huh? ran with it i she is hysterical she i thought she was so funny and she i think she's one of the prettiest contestants i've ever seen on the show agree yeah she's she's just great yeah she was um crystal's runner-up oh who did he pick no oh, don't tell me um, don't tell me don't tell me okay i'm gonna watch okay. it okay not like you would remember anyway but i didn't laugh in one ear, out the other, but. Uh, I know you too well. <laughs> um, so then they go to the night portion. They have dinner and um, he like really checks in with her about how she's doing after their conversation. She seems to have become much more, um, for lack of better words, level-headed about the situation. And um, she accepts the fantasy suite date card. 
So we get to the roaster. I was confused about. Did they have sex? I don't think so. No, they didn't. Because when we get to the rose ceremony, um, we see that Ariel is eliminated and he still hasn't told her that he slept with Gabby. And Katie and Gabby get the roses. So when Zach is walking Ariel out, we see Katie tell Gabby, I know you were the only one. And that's the first yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. That's the first time that we see Gabby saying, um, I feel scarlet like I'm made on my chest. Like yeah. I'm a scarlet letter. Okay. So who is your best dressed this episode? Okay, girl, we're just going to be the same. I'm sorry, but Ariel in that white dress. This this was for fantasy suites though i can't even remember what she i picked ariel too but i can't even remember what she wore no it was the rose ceremony. she was wearing white at the rose ceremony too okay, okay. yeah white looks good on her Put on mm-hmm. the with that jet black hair and yeah, yeah she looked amazing my mvp is katie same sorry no just because I think she handled it so well and with such poise in class. And I give my MVP to Katie mainly because, um, yes, she handled it so well, but also because she made it very clear to us as viewers that, like, she knew what she was getting into when she signed up for this, and I appreciate that so much about her. hmm And then my LVP, um, I guess, is Ariel because she gets eliminated – but um, my real MVP, LVP is Zach. I just, like, can't actually give it to Zach because he doesn't have points. Oh. Ew. Yeah. He, he needs to because he was definitely the LVP. I know. Actually, whatever. We just, you know, we just, nobody will get points for LVP this week. They're not getting it for finale either. We'll yeah. Zach. Because I'm sorry, none of the girls were my LVP for the finale either. (laughs) No, no, they all were great. So then we get to the finale. Here we go. I was so excited. Can I just say, like, to ever listen, Christina knows I, I never watch live. I usually watch like three or four days after and I break it up. But I was so excited for this because in our Bachelor group chat, y'all are other shows as well y'all try to watch live together when you can I've never once done that and since I wasn't spoiled and I had the time I got to watch it live with y'all it was so much fun Mm -hmm. for all of us to be talking about it so um yeah I think I had a point maybe that was my point I think it was I don't know it was it was just fun So one thing that I really wanted to at least mention is that I really appreciated um, Jesse expressing his condolences for the victims in Nashville. And I just think that he has done such a great job this season here and at the Women Tell All with like really addressing real issues. And I feel like we haven't seen a lot of that in the past. We definitely haven't, but here's, I have a question for you. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. it's him wanting to do it? Or do you think it's production t- or telling him to do it or kind of a joint effort? Like what? I think it's probably both, but I think that it helps that we have a different host so that it doesn't, it doesn't seem fake. Like yeah. if Chris Harrison did the same thing, it would be like, I don't know, like we've never seen him do this before. And like, they're just trying to be progressive. Emmett, yeah. Emmett, like, like, help us image and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, in the social climate, yeah. So Ariel comes out on stage. And she's talking to Jesse. And um, she says that she wishes that he would have um, waited for that no sex talk. Um, no sex in the fantasy suites talk to be a decision that was between them instead of her him just like saying like this is how it's gonna be like period she wanted like in on that decision and um she claims that she didn't want to get intimate with him when she didn't know where he stood with the other girls so she wanted like a little more clarity first before that um she would want to be intimate with him this is the first thing ariel said that i don't really believe her i because i which at which point i i do think she wanted to have sex with him oh yeah 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 a hundred percent i mean she alluded to that during the fantasy suite. So I yeah. felt like she was backtracking. Uh-huh. But I do think that she was hurt by the situation. Um, and I, cause I think she did feel like she was in the dark about um, him sleeping with Gabby. And she says that she found out on TV with everyone else. And I really don't think mm. that was fair at all. No. Um, oh god, I would have been sick to my stomach watching that. Yeah. She said that she was like really disappointed in the way that he he handled that week and I absolutely absolutely you agree. And all of America, Ariel. At least I I would think, I don't know. Um so then Ariel and Zach come out and I really start to appreciate Ariel um, in her conversation with Zach, because she talks about being committed to being in an open relationship for the for the show, and um, she was disappointed to see that he wasn't honest with her. And on Nick Vial's podcast, she goes into a lot of detail about this, and she basically says, like, if you're in an open relationship, you don't have monogamy to. Um, help you feel secure the only things that you have to help you feel secure is communication and honesty and he didn't do that with her so she um felt really disappointed about this she thinks that he had ample time to tell her he could have gone to her um after he went to see gabby he could have told her um before the rose ceremony, when he was walking out. There were a lot of different times that Zach could have told her about this, 
and he chose not to and he does take accountability for it and say that she's right he actually says that she probably should have been the first to know and zach apologizes ariel says that she thinks that by taking sex off the table he made the entire week about sex and i completely agree with that same I also thought that it was good that she, like, said, like, I don't want to drag you through the mud here. I'm not trying to make you feel less than. And she doesn't want to, like, diminish their relationship because she's really grateful for um, their time together. But one thing that I really stood out to me was how she was talking about how the, her experience with him makes her feel like she's ready for um, a, a real relationship now. I just liked her whole segment. She carried herself so well. Yeah, she did awesome. Do you want to talk about Gabby meeting Zach's family? Yes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Gabby starts off. Um, she wants to talk. More um, about their overnight, the whole sleeping together thing, yeah, and yeah, the overnights and them sleeping together, and um, she explains to him how she feels like feels like she's wearing the scarlet letter, um, because she was the only one, um, and everybody knew. and. And everyone knew she just, I, I, I personally think she just, she feels kind of humiliated. Um, Zach, like, uh, tells her, you know, he wouldn't take anything back. Um, he's, he does, he's, he loved, did he say he loved her? Mm -hmm. Christina? Yeah. Okay. And so after, again, some more reassurance, because by now we know that's what Gabby needs. Now in this situation, I don't blame her. Um, for that, after, after them, after her being the only one, um, I, I don't blame her for needing that reassurance before she goes. I wonder in hindsight, huh? I wonder in hindsight how Katie feels about him telling Gabby twice that he was falling in love with her. Cause I he mean, didn't tell Katie that before. Or at least we didn't see it. Yeah. It, that could have been them trying to, like, you know, mess with us. That's true. Make us think that he was going to pick Gabby. I don't know. But anyways, she she does go on and meet Zach's family. Um, and I don't know. I, don't, I thought some of Zach's dad's advice was interesting i don't know but he talks to her about how um her parents are partners to each other and how they love each other even through the times that aren't happy and zach's dad shares about how zach almost died as a baby um and gabby had no idea about that um i don't know obviously they don't they don't have a lot of time for a lot of deep talks um and then he's basically just using that as an example like 
of a really hard time him and Zach's mom went through together. Mm -hmm. Um, She tells his sisters that she's in love with him. She tells Zach she's in love with him when they're leaving, when they're parting ways. And I, I guess he says it back again. Mm -hmm. So they they declared their love for each other and i don't know i thought that i thought her meeting the family went well i was there a talk with her and the mom we didn't see it i'm sure there was okay i'm sure there was yeah i feel like and i could be wrong but i feel like these meeting the families are really quick i i i feel like in the past like way past like back when i used to watch they were much longer and more in depth well, we had a lot of other stuff to deal with, which yeah, they probably just showed us the highlights of meeting the family. Yeah. So then Katie gets to meet his family, and Katie talks to um, Zach's mom about feeling safe and secure, and Zach's mom like straight up asks her about how she feels about um, another woman still being there, and she gets super emotional about it. She starts crying. And, um, his mom is like great about it. Super comforting. And I think that at this point at the, in this moment, Zach's mom realized that like, okay, like this girl loves my son. And so, um, it seemed like that emotional talk maybe bonded them a little. Um, but then she goes to talk to, um Zach's sisters and they ask if she's prepared for it to go the other way so basically what we're hearing in all of these conversations that his family is having with Katie they're asking him about like or her about what if it's not you Katie wants him to be happy she wants him to follow his heart and um Ultimately, though, she ends up saying that she really wants to be part of his family. She talks a little bit about her family and um, then she talks to Zach's dad. His dad talks about kind of similar to what he talked about with Gabby, how him and his wife are best friends and he wants... um, Zach to have that too she asks if she loves him and she says absolutely so Zach says that talking to his dad may or I'm sorry Katie says that talking to Zach's dad made her realize that Zach telling her about the fantasy suites means that he's not going to run away when things get difficult And honestly, I can see why she said that. Because he did face the situation very head on. Now, did he do it in the right way? Maybe not. But he definitely addressed the situation right away. He wasn't wanting to have any secrets about it. He wasn't trying to hide anything from her. And he was very, like, direct and straightforward with the situation. Yeah, I can see how she, you know, appreciated that after that talk. Yeah, so Katie tells Zach that she's in love with him. 
And then Katie and Zach go on a date afterwards to a national park in Thailand. And she talks about being in her head during fantasy suites, but she feels like he's worth it. So then we see the Gabby-Zach date, which is interesting that we didn't see the Gabby-Zach date after the Gabby-Zach meeting Zach's parents, but whatever. This is when the audio cuts out. Yeah. So we don't know what was said. For a good think, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody in the group chat said it was nine minutes. But well. I don't know if that was an exaggeration, but um they go horseback riding through this like forestry and on a beach, and then we get the audio back after a commercial break. And Zach expresses being nervous because He's so torn about the situation. And I really think that, um, I really think he is torn. Maybe even if he has his mind like made up, I still think that he's at least torn about it. Like doesn't want to do it. Doesn't want to break up with either of them. But sorry, buddy, this is a bachelor and you don't get to date both girls forever. So she gets really in her head again about him being torn and i hate that this is such a common theme with gabby the last couple episodes but she's really in her head she says that she has a gut feeling that it's not her and she expresses that to him and in itms that she just wishes that by now he knew what direction he was going in and he responds that um, what he feels right to him is to just live each moment to it the fullest. And that will help him to make his decision in the end. And she doesn't feel any relief from this conversation. And no, that's a very vague <laughs> yeah. response from him. Yeah, I agree. Um he tells her that he is falling in love with her. So now we've had Zach telling Gabby five times, I don't know, but multiple times that he's falling in love with her. So weird. So then there's this like weird after the final rose, like um, Sean and Catherine segment that I just thought was completely unnecessary and honestly so unnecessary and so weird and I when I was watching it I'm like it Catherine's faces towards him and stuff I'm like I don't doesn't seem like she really even likes him that much well I mean they've been married for a long time I think people get complacent after a while <laughs> yeah so one um, thing that I thought was like super weird though is that we see Jesse helping Zach pick out the ring instead of Neil Lane. Where's okay, Neil that's Lane? not common. I don't remember. No, it's always Neil Lane, the the jeweler guy. He comes Maybe in. Maybe he had COVID. Everyone else did this season. It's hilarious. Maybe. Maybe. But I thought it was so strange. Why didn't we get Neil Lane? I don't know. 
so then we get to the final rose ceremony. And the most iconic line of the episode. Gabby's first. She steps out of the car. And she calls out production. <laughs> broke Breaks the fourth wall and they show us it. She calls out production for stopping in a muddy spot. And her quote that you're talking about, Abby, is this. When it actually matters, when Katie arrives, don't do that to her. Okay, I got chills just hearing that again. I want to give Gabby my MVP just for that. When it actually matters. So she's going into this thinking... It's not me. Gabby tells us in her ITM, she has a gut feeling that it's not her. Zach starts to give a speech and he says he's falling in love with Gabby and she has made him a better man, but and she just cuts him off. And she's like. I love her for this too. I know. You don't have to say it. She doesn't want to hear it. But yet he tries to keep going. And she's like no. Just let me go. Did it, who did that happen to on the last Bachelorette? Rachel, right? And the some guy was telling her basically the same thing. She's like, I don't need to keep hearing this. Like, And he tells her that he didn't make his decision until the night before. I just don't know what to believe with, with him. I know you I know you lean towards like you really think he was torn. I'm just I'm just not sure. I think he was torn, but I don't think he made his decision the night before. Yeah, I definitely don't think he made his decision the night before, but. I really want to hear. I know that he um, is making the the podcast rounds right now. I know he was on Bachelor Happy Hour. I haven't listened to it yet. I saw on um, Caitlin's, maybe her IG story, or maybe it was a post. I don't know. Um of Zach and Katie. Um, they're going to be on Off the Vine. So they're making their podcast runs right now. And I'm, I'm really curious to hear what he says about it. But I really wish that someone would interview him without Katie. Because I want to know. And I don't know. How yeah. Say even then, is he going to be honest? No, but I think that it's more likely that somebody could pull something out of him. Yeah. Especially with a few glasses of wine. You never know. <laughs> so Gabby Maybe one of those things that we will never truly find out. So Gabby goes to after the final rose. Do you want to talk about Gabby a little bit? Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so this poor girl is just a hot mess. Um she's so emotional. Oh, bless her heart. Um, she said it was even like more painful watching it back. Um, it, I I guess the most, the main thing 
is she said that she felt violated knowing that the entire nation knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that she really believed that they made that decision to have sex because they were falling in love. No, I think so too. And uh, I don't know. I just feel so bad for her. It's to put yourself out there in such a vulnerable way, but I don't know. So Zach comes out and they talk and she says, she tells him how she's still hurting. Um, says how it was consensual and she, she wanted it. Um, but she was hoping it would stay between them. Then she was blindsided when he came to his hotel, when he came to her hotel room to let her know that um, he was going to be telling the other girls. Once again, it wasn't girls. It was just Katie. Um, um, but he totally told her that he was telling the other girls. Oh, I know. Like plural. Oh, I know. I I'm think surprised. honestly, I think he just saw like after he told Katie and it went so terribly that like, I know I'm sending Ariel home. I'm just not even going to go there. I don't think it was the right decision, but I can totally see that being like an in the moment thought that he had. So she says something else that I think goes to your point where you're like, I don't think Gabby's ever seen this show or didn't know like how it really worked. Cause she's like, I wish he had just sent you had just sent me home when you knew. Well, that doesn't really make a final episode. Okay. So Caitlin <laughs> does that. Caitlin does. Yeah. So, um, in, in her season, she, and so it's really interesting that you say that. I keep going back to Caitlin. Gosh, I just love her that much. But, the queen. Um, um, and because she had sex with somebody before Fantasy Suites and she wasn't supposed to and he wasn't supposed to. And so it, that's why I'm making all these parallels. But um, Nick was a runner up on Andy Dorfman season of The Bachelorette. And, or no, 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 no. It's Andy that did it first. So he was the runner up on Andy Dorfman season. And Andy goes to visit Nick before the final, final rose and breaks up with him and tells him that she's choosing Josh. So then oh. when it gets to Caitlyn's season and Nick is also the runner up on Caitlyn's season. She makes him give this big, long speech about ready to propose. And then she breaks up with him and she says, like, I'm sorry that I made you go through that whole long spiel, basically. But I didn't want this to be just like your last experience. <laughs> What is worse, though? <laughs> oh, my God. Going through the whole spiel or just getting cut. Oh, my God. He was a runner-up twice? Yeah. 
two in a row. Like literally it was like Andy Dorfman season. Chris Souls was on Andy season. Caitlin was on Chris Soul season. Caitlin was the bachelorette. It was literally like back-to-back bachelorette seasons that he was a runner-up. And then it wasn't before he was bachelor. He went on bachelor in paradise, correct? Correct. Maybe you should know. Nick, Nick Vale is not really my type. So the fact that he got that far with both those girls, I'm very impressed. Yeah. And I I listened to, I can't remember. Oh, it was, it was Caitlin when she was on not skinny, but not fat podcast. And they talk about like how all this happened with Nick or whatever during her season. And I can't remember what her, her name is, but but um, the host of that podcast, she was like, and remember, this was pre-glow up. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, and Caitlin's like, yeah, it was pre-glow up. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Um, Did he get like. Oh, he's a- so calm. When when he when he's so awake, yeah, baby. Oh, okay. To do okay. Um, sorry, y'all. Um, no, shoot. What was it? Oh, did he get like a better body or? Um, yeah, and like a haircut, and like I don't know what all, like a bunch of tattoos, and. So we went from being like this little like nice guy thing to trying to look more like a badass. Yeah, like he was like a sales rep before The Bachelor. He was just a normal dude from Wisconsin, to be real. That's funny. Is he with anyone right now? I know we're totally getting off subject. Yeah, but... he's um engaged to this girl, Natalie Joy. Okay. So, yeah, if you want to um just like Google on your own time or whatever, like Nick Vial, Andy Dorfman season and see a picture of him then versus like going to his Instagram now it's it's kind of funny it's not like a huge difference you can I mean it's the same person but definitely a glow up did I ever tell you about Andy Dorfman what about her well I can't say it publicly oh okay well then you'll have to tell me after okay I'm not sure if I, I know somebody who knows her okay and are you I talking about Chris Harrison? No. No, I mean, I know someone that, like, lived in her apartment complex, like, that close. Okay. And told me some information about her as a... Yeah. So, yeah. I heard this, like, God, it must have been almost 10 years ago. Maybe not. Maybe, like, eight, nine. It, it was a long time ago. But we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it later. Sounds good. Okay, so getting back on track a little bit here. Um so basically at the end of Gabby and Zach's conversations, he admits he handled things wrong and he apologizes. So then we go to the final rose. Zach proposes to Katie and gives her the final rose. She accepts. And we see them at after the final rose just talking about communication and the loyalty that they have with one another. And they're very happy and excited to publicly be together 
and they are so excited for Charity, who is currently on her bachelorette journey. We get to see a little sneak peek of Charity season, and we see that her brother comes out of the limo to surprise her and scope out all the guys, and he is going to, he wears a disguise, and he's going to be the undercover brother. I kind of like that little twist. Yeah, it's interesting. I bet a bunch of guys say a bunch of shit that they don't they don't realize. It'll be interesting. I think there was a plant on one season before. I heard that. A, a girl was there, and I think it was the wife of, of the Bachelor's best friend. Interesting. That's cool. Um... So who was your... Okay, so we're not doing an LVP this episode because nobody deserved it. Nope. Honestly, not even Zach. He took accountability for everything. Yeah, there were some things he didn't handle right, but he took accountability as best as he could, and nobody really deserves an LVP this episode. So instead, since everybody was dressed so well, we're going to be giving out two best dress each. My best dressed was Ariel's white dress that she wore to the after the final rose and Gabby's yellow dress that she wore to get broken up with. To get broken up with. Okay, mine was Ariel's white dress, um, hands down. And then I liked what Gabby was wearing after the final rose. I thought she looked stunning. Oh, okay. That black? The black. She looks so sleek, and I just thought she looked amazing. Yellow was a good color on her, too, and I liked the dress. Mm -hmm. The I'm just don't like, I didn't like that color yellow, so I couldn't go with that, even though I liked the style of it. But anyways, I thought her black outfit on um, after the final rose was beautiful. So we did a Twitter poll, and we asked people, who was the best dressed on the Bachelor finale? Was it Ariel's after the final rose white dress? Was it Gabby's yellow dress? Or was it Katie's after the final rose black dress? The results are in. And 47% of people said that it was Ariel's after the final rose white dress. 29% gave it to Gabby's yellow dress. And 24% of people gave it to Katie's after the final rose black dress. I hated that dress. <laughs> I mean, she still looked amazing. I thought she looked great. Then. It's, it's Katie. You know, she looked amazing. Yet. But if I saw it on a, I don't know, if I just saw it, like, nah. My MVP was Katie. Um, I think that just the way that she handled everything with Zach all of the information that she was given, the fact that she was the winner at the end, um, the fact that they're still together. I had to give Katie my MVP. I agree with all that, but it was still so hard for me because, God, usually I don't like at least one or two people, you know, but I just liked so many of his girls and especially mm -hmm. the ones towards the end. But I mean, Ariel, how she used her words to describe everything was incredible. Gabby, like I said, had the most, my number one line of the whole episode. 
Um, even though it was in a sad way, like, I don't know. I thought it was still sweet because she was like, don't do that to her. <laughs> um, but yeah, Katie overall, obviously main reason was, is cause they're happy and still together. So I, I hope it works out for them. Me too. We will see. And again, I'm so interested to, to listen to all these podcast interviews that they're doing now. Okay. Well, you tell me, you know, I won't listen to them unless you tell me which ones are really good to listen to. Okay. I will. I definitely will. Um, okay. So do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up here? No, it was a lot better season than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, I don't really have any Bachelor final thoughts either. I guess the only thing that I will close with is that we will be back next week. We'll be talking about two episodes of Survivor, two episodes of The Challenge. Um, Michelle will be back for that episode, so it'll be great to have her back as well. And that's really all I have to say. So thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.